Good morning. Good morning. And welcome to morning prayers in Appleton Chapel. We are so delighted to have you here this morning. So it is my great honor and privilege to welcome you back to the space. Um, I just have a quick announcement before we uh, start the service. Um, I wanted to let you know, uh, or as you can probably see, we are still an active construction zone. So we will be having services here in Appleton Chapel for the week, but the downstairs lower level is going to be closed until January 30th. Um, and the only other change is, is I know that many of you enter through the side entrance here, but due to ADA compliance, um, we will no longer be able to enter from that space. Um, and we uh, invite you to enter from the sanctuary entrance. Uh, let me again just reiterate how honored and delighted we are to have you here, and we are so grateful that you are a part of our worshiping community. If you will please stand and read with me the responsive reading for today. The selection is Psalm number 84, found on page 42. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs and needs place for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they enter the place of springs. The early rain also covers it with pools. Behold our shield, O God, look on the face of your anointed. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. He bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, happy is everyone who trusts in you.
Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Peace be with you. I'm speaking to you this morning uh, after returning from Washington, D.C. just last night around 1030. Um, it was a little bit of an early morning for me after that trip. And, um, but it was a trip that I think provided a lot of reminders that I wanted to share with you um, this morning. 700,000 people, or, or more, they weren't even sure, had descended on Washington uh, this Saturday to represent a wide diversity of issues. There were people with signs about reproductive rights, but then there were people who uh, represented uh, Catholic, Catholics who wanted to be in solidarity with Muslims. There were people who represented immigrants. There were people who represented Black Lives Matter. And there were also people who had come just to give presence, but not give a particular message because they felt that the message belonged to those who were most vulnerable. This morning I want to read to you a passage from uh, the Holy Quran, which reminds us what that unity of those 700,000 people and many hundreds of thousands more across the United States uh, may have meant from a religious perspective. I'll begin with reading it in Arabic and then provide the translation. And hold firmly to the rope of God altogether, and do not become divided. And remember the favor of God upon you when you were enemies, and he brought your hearts together, and you became, by his grace, brothers. And you were on the edge of the pit of, fi of the fire, and he saved you from it. Thus does God make clear to you his signs, that you may be guided. And let there be arising from you a nation inviting all to good, enjoining what is, the right, what is right and forbidding what is wrong, and those will be the successful. And do not be like the ones who became divided and differed after the clear proofs had come to them, and those will have great punishment. What God says is, and what God says is true.
I've been reflecting on these verses and the idea of unity when we have so many disparate views. And I've been reflecting on the place of this church on campus and the place of religion here. We have so many different people represented just in this room, different points of view, uh, and in fact, points of view which would come in conflict. However, it has only been religion in the history um, of Harvard, or rather, not only religion, but what religion has done at Harvard was make us not change makers for the pursuit of our own successes, but for the pursuit of a joint success. When we all rise, when we all do better, we all do better. The final story I wanted to share um, comes from my own community. In 2012, the Sikh temple of Wisconsin woke up to a terrible uh, disaster. A self-identified white supremacist came to the Sikh temple of Wisconsin in August uh, one morning and and killed six worshipers. One of them was the president of the Sikh temple of Wisconsin. And afterwards I got to speak with his son. He told me that he, first of all, he forgives the man who killed his father. It was, it was only a week later. And, um, and after that, he joined a former white supremacist in an organization called Serve to Unite. The, white, the former white supremacist had decided that it took way more energy to exhibit and enact hate on others and, and concertedly dismiss their acts of kindness than, it was, than the amount of energy and fulfillment it took to, to love everybody and acknowledge the differences and seek to understand them. So together, he and this, the son of the slain president of the Sikh Temple of Wisconsin formed an organization dedicated to the service of, uh, the service of people in need in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And there's just one final um, value that they, they asked me to, um, to share and remember which was a, a Sikh concept called seva. And uh, seva means resilient optimism and service. I think the final value besides unity that we can remember um, in the coming months is to maintain our resilient optimism based in our sense of unity and service. Thank you. Will you join me in saying the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
forever and ever. Amen. Will you please stand and join me in singing the first verse of the hymn, When Our Music, God is Glorified, hymn number 25. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord grant you peace. And the gathered people said, 